Previously on the Carolot Mysteries. The Crystal Hotkey defies all silver lining logic by taking in magic and storing it for future use. The only way it can be powered is by either a really powerful Care Bear Stair or by carrying hearts in a nearby share cloud. So, Tenderheart, how do you suppose we get the key back? We will need to contact the cutting crew and reach for their help. As you are aware, Grumpy is, well, you know. He was the one behind designing the Cloud Seeker and isn't too happy about your arrival. Please give Grumpy the love and understanding from a brother he has missed all these years. Do it for you, for him, and for me as his closest friend. It was late into the night, the smell of smoke burning my lungs as my brother and I wake up in the cool, moist grass. We were still in diapers. I sat up as did my brother, and all we could do was sit and watch our house burn. The monstrous flames ate at our house panels. We weren't old enough to understand what was happening and why. We see a bright purple bear come pick us up off the ground, gently holding us to comfort us as I noticed our mom lying lifeless next to our father. I began to cry, as did my brother. The bear holding us looked back behind her to witness the carnage for herself. She then sits us down as the fire department aided to put, it, to put out the flames. She assured us everything would be okay. She gave us a teddy bear and a plush heart to hug for comfort as she spoke to another horse noticed their belly badges being of colorful flowers and a puzzle with a heart in the middle. I watched myself cry in fear until I heard a familiar voice coming from a distance and gradually getting louder. Hey, Kamido! I wake up to Funshine shaking me awake. I open my eyes to see a concerning expression across his face. Good luck was standing next to him. Are you okay, dude? We heard you nearly screaming in your sleep. I pulled myself up and noticed my brother in the doorway, of course unhappy as usual. Already late to your first day, kind of figures. Let's get going, lots to do. We made our way to the front of the RV and prepared to work. I ate myself a Pop-Tart I had brought along with me and got myself buckled in. All I could do was sit and wait. So, Camito, do you remember what happened last night when you and Bedtime were awake? How could he? I bet he can't even remember what happened ten years ago with us. Cheer gave Grumpy a stern look, almost as if she wished she could smack the blue off of him. She took a deep breath before addressing him. Grumpy, why don't you sit this one out and go play in the back with Dibble? It's best to avoid a fight. I unbuckled myself from my seat and stood up. I ushered Cheer out of the way and approached my brother calmly. I'm tired of hiding in your shadow, brother. Do you really want to know what happened ten years ago? Should I say it in front of everyone? Do you have enough pride to even tell them? Grumpy pushed me off as I hit the floor. Cher got in between us to try to stop us from hurting each other. Cheer held me and Funshine held on to Grumpy. Guys, stop. We don't need this pointless fighting. This is getting you both nowhere. You could be the culprit for all we know. 
Sometimes I see life better without you in it. You ran like a coward that night when no- when Nobleheart and Harmony rescued us. That's all you are. You are weak. I slowly back off. I made my way through the group and started to cry as I felt my heart rip into a million tiny pieces. How could you say that? I was there for you. I was adopted by her. She took me and Nobleheart took you. I did not run. There was nothing I could do because we were only cubs. Grumpy's expression soon changed from hate to anger, from hate and anger to questioning what he had just did. Tears were rolling out of my eyes like a waterfall, and I could no longer stop. I came back after ten years of trying to find you. You are my brother, Grumpy. I love you. And if you can't see that, then clearly you are blind by both your pride and your hate. And all I can say is that I feel sorry for you. I storm off and head into my room, the door hissing behind me. All I wanted now was to simply be left alone. I press my head into a pillow and let out the loudest cry. My brother can't seem to even trust me with a simple thing anymore. I hear the door hiss open, hearing a familiar voice. It was cheer. She came to my side and tried to comfort me whilst sitting at my bunk side. I sit up, wiping my eyes. What difference will that make, cheer? He's still going to hate and blame me for what happened. Cheer hugged me and did her best to cheer me up. It was what she does best. I always deep down had a small crush on Cheer mainly because of her personality. I just didn't see a need to tell her right away. Now, let's get our key back. Do you remember what happened last night when you and Bedtime were awake? We were leaving the tower balcony and heading upstairs when this happened. All I could recall was a shadow figure and can't really remember what he looked like because he moved so fast. Sounds like it could be anyone now. Come on, let's see what everyone else knows back of the tower. I got up and followed Cheer back out to the front of the RV. Grumpy, of course, was ignoring me again after our fight. I assumed to continue cooling off. Cheer logged into her command computer as she proceeded to contact the tower. <laughs>